Hello, this is Pam December, and this is the Mad for Purple podcast, your place for all things spirituality, self-actualization, healing, and human design. Keep listening to receive wisdom, tips, and tools as we journey into higher consciousness together. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode from Mad for Purple. I know it's been a hot minute since I've been with you, and I've just been through a really interesting time. I'm sure many of you as well, there's been a lot of energy with the different celestial events, such as the new moon and the Mars-Uranus-North Node conjunction. And then we have coming up on August 8th, the Lionsgate portal. So yeah, I've just been taking a lot of time to peel back some layers, decondition, let go of some mindset things, processing, everything that's come up for me over the last month or so, processing, integrating, and just being, a lot of just being. And so often what we do is we make up stories about the meaning of things. And sometimes in that we limit the possibilities. Like our minds are an amazing tool, but it's really meant to just bring awareness to this human experience that we're having, to conceptualize, maybe organize so that it can be expressed. And especially those with us that have a defined ajna, sometimes the structure that we put on our opinions and ideas and Things about like that about our experience can create limitations. Now I'm all for a great framework, but that's all it is meant to be is a framework to get you from point A to point B. It's not meant for you to get stuck in the way that rules or shoulds or any of these close-ended type of concepts can be. I hope that makes sense for you. Which brings me to the topic that I would like to speak with you about today, about deconditioning, reconditioning, and then of course I'll be touching on Gate 23 with Mars as part of our Core Womb series. So I was speaking this morning with the totally inspiring Dr. Alexis Edwards. If you remember, I had her on the podcast, I believe it was for episode 3. I'll make sure and have the link to that in the show notes. And every conversation I have with her is, it's always amazing. And we've remembered to record this one. So whether that's actually shared publicly at some point or not, I don't know. But at the very least, we've remembered to hit record because there's always magic that comes out of our conversations. So if you aren't familiar with Dr. Alexis Edwards and her work, she is the founder and creator and channel of the Expansion Principle Healing Technology, and she runs the Expansion Principle Institute, which offers practitioner certification in Level 1 and Level 2 and teacher training for the Expansion Principle Healing Technology. Now, she's been a huge proponent of human design for a number of years and has been in her own experiment for quite a while. And it's one of the primary things that we talk about besides the actual expansion principle. So in our discussions today, the concept around deconditioning and reconditioning came up. 
according to to raw like if you just follow your strategy and authority and you commit to doing that within seven years you'll be through with deconditioning so the question is like does it have to take seven years is that seven years like all layers of your body energetic body subtle bodies or is that strictly the mind now having the mind on board is huge because we want the mind to enter into passenger consciousness to take a step back from making all of the decisions because this is not a seven-centered world anymore we're in a nine-centered world and our body consciousness is here to fulfill our life's purpose our life purpose of being our truest selves so how can the expansion principle support that as an intelligent healing technology as a priority-based healing technology one that transcends time space the ability to get rid of the energetic sludge from our both our defined and our undefined gates and channels and centers because that's the thing with archetypes and that's what we're looking at in human design we have 64 archetypes and then we have the quantumness of the channels that when the two gates come together that you have low expressions of archetypes and you have high expressions of archetypes and perhaps the sludge is what determines whether it's the high or the low expression of it one of the other things that came out of our conversation was this idea that perhaps in our openness whether that's a channel a gate or a center our experience of that energy through other people now suppose this other person is in a lower expression of that energy so how do we experience that what energetic ties do we unconsciously create to that energy that holds us back from experiencing a higher expression of that energy that archetype is that perhaps the sludge that is there that holds us back and how can ep clear that sludge out and allow for greater flow and not only the transmission of our energetic blueprint at a higher frequency but then to be able to only receive energies at that higher frequency and remember in our openness what we take in we amplify so if we have greater access to ourselves our energetic blueprint we're expressing it at this higher vibration in turn the people that are closest to us are taking that in and amplifying it where they are open and due to the way electromagnetics work and in human design we are often attracting people that we are not so a good example of that is the undefined or open spleen really likes to hang out with the defined spleen because a defined spleen emits this feel-good energy it emits safety and security and that's something that those of us with an undefined or open spleen kind of crave because although we have access to that energy it is inconsistent and this can be applied to the sacral as well our projectors and manifestors and reflectors taking in the generator and manifesting generator creative workforce energy the cleaner the higher frequency of that energy that manifesting generators and generators are emitting the healthier our projectors 
our reflectors and our manifestors are going to be. So that's a snippet of some of the conversations that I like to have with my fellow human design and healing enthusiasts. And I'll be talking more about electromagnetics, how that comes into relationships, how we are taking in the other, what we are transmitting to the other, and like the pure mechanics of it. I'm not sure what else we'll get into on that, but I do know that it'll be on August 22nd that I'll be providing this information. And part of that too, I'll be having Sheila Baker on. She's volunteered to be in the hot seat so that we have somebody with us that uh, we can look at their chart at the same time, discuss their experience of their electromagnetics with other people in their lives. And hopefully at the end, we'll have some time to actually do a Q&A and that will all be over Zoom. So that's August 22nd at 10 a.m. I will have a link in the show description for you to sign up for that if you're interested in joining us. I think it will be a lot of fun and eye-opening because the mechanics of the Maya are fascinating. And the more tools and knowledge we have, the easier it is not only to navigate our own experience, but to also hold space for others as they navigate theirs. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode was Mars in Gate 23. So now if you remember, the unconscious Mars in Gene Keys is the core wound. So I thought it would be interesting to look at the different gates as Mars moves through the gates as to what can come forward that needs maturing, that can bring a lot of pain and suffering when we're working against this energy versus working with it. So with that, also looking at the ephemeris, it looks like Mars is starting its slowdown next week as it prepares to retrograde in a couple of months, which means these episodes may get stretched out even further uh, if I stick with this kind of Mars rhythm. I do know also in September during Mercury retrograde that I will be running right now it's just it's called the love labyrinth. I know that it will involve the expansion principle and there'll be healing transmissions in that. I'm not 100% clear yet on what else will be in there but that's something to look out for. And I may not have anything pre-recorded. So just a heads up. In September, I may disappear for another like three week or four week period. But what I can promise is that if I ever am going to disappear for good, that I will inform you. So back to gate 23. So this gate is called splitting apart or the gate of assimilation. Which is really interesting. It almost feels like an oxymoron within the title of the gate because the gate 23 isn't about like assimilating people or ideas like outside of oneself. It's more about assimilating the a personal breakthrough about what you know and being able to communicate that in a way that other people are able to receive. So that assimilation piece is really, it's not about the person expressing the breakthrough. It's the person receiving it is able to assimilate it. And if the, 
I don't know if I want to say care isn't taken. It's if the invitation isn't there to share this breakthrough, that the other person isn't able to receive it. They're not able to assimilate it because they haven't invited it, which kind of comes back to the whole conditioning and deconditioning. Like we're all, we can't avoid being conditioned. This is just part of the human experience. So it's what are you being conditioned by? And are you making conscious choices or following your strategy and authority as to what conditioning is correct for you to receive? So it kind of comes back to, I don't know if you've heard the saying of like, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. It's because of that conditioning. Anyway, I keep getting off track. It's gate 23, but not, right? It's all connected. And this is funny because I actually have this gate. I have the full channel, the 4323. That's when I talk about being uh, the freak to genius or the genius to freak, depending on uh, whether somebody's ready to hear what I, my personal knowing about something and able to assimilate it. I've learned over the years to, even though I may feel the pressure to talk, to not until I'm actually formally invited. Or even there's sometimes energetically where you just feel where that opening is and that it's correct. Uh, and then through strategy and authority, it's a response. And one of the beautiful things about this gate is around acceptance of diversity. So that's what I'm hoping that we see in this coming week as Mars is in gate 23. Is this more acceptance of diversity? Now, this is going to be not only like diversity of lifestyles and things like that, but diversity of ideas and opinions. We are each allowed to have our own ideas and opinions, and that doesn't make the next person right or wrong for having different opinions. And I think the more that we can model the acceptance of other people's opinions, model this idea that we can disagree and still respect each other, still love each other, still be in integrity to ourselves, not feel challenged, not feel like our identities are challenged by other people's opinions and ideas. Because when we start to feel challenged like that, we can react. And what we want to be doing is responding. And that's back to strategy and authority. It's slowing things down so that we're doing things in response instead of reacting. Because in reaction, we can cause harm. And harm, it just perpetuates itself, right? For the hurt people, hurting people. So that's my two cents on Gate 23 and Mars. We still have Uranus in Gate 2. The nodes have just retrograded into Gate 2 and Gate 1. So we're still dealing with receiving resources, things like that. So keep an eye out on what is happening when it comes to money. I know during this time we've had like one of the, the greatest transfers of wealth. So what version of that do you buy into? What version of that do you choose as your reality? And how can we mutate systems around money to serve everyone equally? We're getting a lot of soapbox talk here today, aren't we? And all of this is still under the pressure of crisis, limitation, and shock. So coming at this from a place of contemplation 
and stillness and centeredness and sovereignty versus disconnect, victimization, suffering. And I'm not saying this that it's easy or anything like that. Just how can you bring it back? Bring it back to you, your center, and above all else, love. I hope that you've enjoyed the show today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time to be with me. If you'd like to hear more and keep up with what I'm doing outside of this podcast, be sure to join my weekly newsletter or join the community over on Facebook. So the links for those will be in the episode description. And if you're interested in learning more about your human design, if you're interested in diving into the expansion principle healing technology, be sure to reach out so we can have a chat. Or you can head over to alchemy.madforpurple.com and you can see some of the things that I offer there. Now, last month I had a Telegram office hours day. So I had one day where I was available for, I think it was five hours. And for the people that signed up for it, they're able to go into a one-to-one chat with me on Telegram and just ask me all their human design questions. So this was used for personal experiences. This was used for family experiences. This was used for business. The possibilities are really endless when it comes to human design and supporting ourselves and each other in this human experience. So I'm going to be having another one of those later this month. I think it's the 26th. Again, I'll make sure and have links for that in the show description if you think that would be something you'd be interested in. That is, it's free, but afterwards you will be sent an email asking if you'd like to buy me a coffee, but absolutely no obligation. I want to make this fun and accessible, and it was a lot of fun, so that's why I'm having another one. So before you go, don't forget to click the follow button on your podcast listening app so you don't miss an episode. And I hope you have a blessed week and I will see you again soon.